My new book is out, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. It hit the Wall Street Journal bestsellers list, and I just wanted to say thank you. I hope you get it at capitalistbook.com. Here's what user Jay Eggleston said in an Amazon review. Warning, this book is addicting, is Nathan the new Tim Ferriss. He said, I met Nathan during my college days when he was still CEO of Hayo. I knew he was inspiration since the day I met him. The book is totally a Nathan Latka original, and this is the new four-hour work week. Warning, though, it is addicting. I'm not sure how long I've been reading it now, and the only thing that is making me from put it down is the dreaded workday tomorrow. Six people found that helpful. Get the book today at capitalistbook.com. Stay small, don't overhire, and keep those folks close as you build out that almost like SWAT team approach. She founded the company back in 2010 with his partner, Don. They developed it for three years before then launching uh, full steam. Now they're serving over 10,000 paying customers, mostly SMBs. They pay about 30 bucks per month each. So they're flirting with 300 grand per month right now in revenue. That's up about 100% year over year from August 2017 when they're doing about 150 grand per month in revenue. They've raised 7 million bucks. Churn is, depending on the cohort, you know, it varies, but generally speaking, about 3% logo churn per month. Again, team of 20 people based in Tampa, again, really helping these SMBs both on Google Shopping and Google AdWords in a fully automated way. They raised 7 million bucks, about to close a $5 million round at around a $36 million valuation. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Ricardo Lassa. He's the co-founder and CEO of a company called SiteWit. Ricardo and Don, his co-founder, co-founded SiteWit to bring the power of digital marketing to small business owners. Ricardo is a product owner of site for SiteWit and has deep understanding of website builder platforms, e-commerce platforms, predictive analytics, digital marketing, and SMB SaaS solutions. Ricardo, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. All right. So how do you and Don split roles? You're, you're the, are you the developer or the business lead, would you say? Um, that's a great question. So I, we both actually co-developed the first engine. So we're all uh, fairly technical, both of us. Okay. But I am more the uh, product owner uh, strategy side of the business. And Don helps more on the data science, the predictive analytics uh, engine side of it. Neither of you guys do sales? Uh, we do both, actually. Ah, <laughs> both okay. of us. Yeah, we do uh, mostly uh, partnerships with uh, with other platforms, so both of us work on that. That's, that's good. Segment. Okay, tell us what SiteWit is and how do you make money? What's your revenue model? So uh, what it is is a do-it-yourself, a self-serve uh, marketing platform for small businesses to market on Google uh, AdWords, Google Shopping, uh, also Bing Ads and retargeting. Um, and it basically ties into all the major website builders. So like Wix, Weebly, uh, Yola, Equid uh, as a shopping platform. Uh, and then our customers basically use our platform to advertise their stores or their businesses on Google. Um, and then how we make money, we, we, we uh, charge a percentage management fee for the platform, um, 20% uh, of the retail price. Uh, so, for example, if you're spending uh, $200 on Google, 
Um, we 40 goes towards our platform and the rest goes into Google ad spend. And, um, that's basically how it works. Okay. So would you, would you, so you're not a pure play SaaS company, you would say? Uh, so actually we are pure play on the, on the marketing side. So there's no human intervention whatsoever. It's all machine based, uh, you know, um, but we, we target only the marketing side. So Google AdWords, Google shopping, um, but it's not like, in other words, it's not a flat $40 a month fee to use you. It's a, it's a transaction percentage, correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a 20% of the overall value of your marketing. Do you see that? Do you see that revenue stream be very predictable and consistent like a SaaS company would be? Uh, yes. Okay. Got it. Because in, in a sense, our, our packages are also, uh, you know, specific packages. So they're $150, $300. So, so it's actually a percentage of that. Okay. So if someone pays you 300 bucks per month, is, is that, that's not tied to ad spend or that is tied to ad spend? That is tied to ad spend. So that will be $300 total that you would pay us. And of the 300, 80% goes to Google oh, um, I see. directly. So 240 would go to Google AdWords directly for your media and then the $60 go to our platform. I see. Okay, so let me ask you a question. What does the, I'm sure you have a lot of different cohorts, but I want to save time. What's the average customer pay you per month, would you say? So I, I think probably there's like two, two big clusters, um, shopping, Google shopping, and regular uh, search, like for service providers, and they're all a bit different. On the, on the Google shopping side, uh, we see uh, probably between uh, 300 um, or to three to have five hundred dollars per month per customer, and on the services side, we see uh, uh, around two hundred. Okay, so if we put it at like three hundred as an average, just to be clear though, that's your that's your top line revenue, but you have a big cost of goods sold because you take sixty or, or take eighty percent of that and actually spend sure. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so our customers end up paying us on average between I would say thirty to sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah, per month. That's what I was gonna say. Thirty to sixty bucks net, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, interesting. Put all this on a timeline for me. When did you and Don launch? So we started um, really building the first engine in around two thousand and ten. Um, we launched uh, late in two thousand thirteen, fourteen, but we were more on the enterprise side. So we were actually helping optimize very high level campaigns, um, and then we actually brought it down to the SMB market. Uh, around 2015. So, so what, what were you doing between 2010 and 2013? Just building? We're building the engine. Yeah, it's a fairly complex engine when you think about it. I mean, we, we automate completely uh, paid search. So so we actually built a machine learning-based engine to, to do a better job than even a human professional would do. How did you fund yourself? Did you raise capital early on or you had a side job or what? So we, we raised some capital. Uh, this is my fourth venture, so I am one of the largest uh, shareholders and, and capital sources. Uh, but we raised uh, capital here uh, in Tampa Bay and also from uh, Silicon Valley and from Boston. Okay, so how much total have you raised to date? So total today, we've raised about uh, $7 million. $7 million. And how much did you start with? How much did you raise on day one? Uh, probably, we, we raised in small chunks of like, Half a million. Oh, fixed I see. Manager. Yeah, we never did like big, big races. We've, we've always been racing basically like between half a million to a million and a half. Uh, and, 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 and break down that structure for me. Was it a convertible note that you just let roll kind of over the years? No, um, we only did one convertible dead round uh, between the Series A and the Series B. So it's been always like straight equity with, you know, obviously like uh, different, uh, you know, different series. So different, uh, uh, you know, um, 
uh, type of, of stock and, and uh, preferences and things of that nature. But it's pretty much always been equity outside of a, of a convertible debt round uh, that we did between the Series A and Series B. So Ricardo, if you've raised 7 million bucks and each round was around half a million to a million bucks, am I reading you right? You were creating a new, t- you've created a new term sheet essentially seven times? Uh, actually, not really. What we did is we had multiple phases of the same round. So, so that's so what I was did. asking. So you had one term sheet, but you let it roll over time. People could yeah. come on on those same terms over time later on. Yeah. So there's been actually three three different term sheets. There's I the ori- original one, Series A, and then Series B. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. All right. And what if you scale to in terms of total customers? So we're scaling uh, very significantly at this point. Uh, we've launched with, uh, you know, many major platforms like Wix, Wibbly, uh, you know, again, Yola, Equid, and so forth, and many other big ones coming right now. So we're adding tons of customers per month, uh, you know, without going into all the big numbers, we're probably going to be the largest independent marketing platform in the world, uh, 2019. As, so, me- so as measured by what? As like number of, of, of customers on the platform. So probably let's, let's say in the tens of thousands of, okay. of customers running campaigns for us. So it's fair to say today you have more than 10,000 customers paying you, is that, but less than a hundred thousand? Yes, that's probably okay. fair. Okay, very good. Now, if I take 10,000 times that minimum ARPU you gave me earlier, I can kind of back into 300 grand per month in revenue. Is that generally accurate on the low end? Uh, it can be. Let's, let's uh, you know, let's say that, you know, we also have other products. So we have a stats product, but we have a 1.5 million customers on the product. Uh, so so, so the, the average ARPU is not 30 bucks, probably a little bit lower. But let's say, yeah, it's within the... Let's say a three hundred thousand dollar range since about recently. Okay, so so you're you're less than you haven't hit three hundred grand yet, but you're close. Close, that's right. I see. Do you think you'll hit it this year? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, and so how do you so so with again ten thousand customers paying that? When, I'm curious, why do you make a statement like you'll be the largest? I mean, I can think of other companies that have significantly more than ten thousand paying customers. Well, no, no, I mean in our specific side of the space. So in the automation of do-it-yourself, self-serve. Uh, you know, putting people on Google Shopping, Google AdWords, things of that nature. Uh, there is very few platforms that have that many customers doing that. I see. Walk me through what growth looks like. So if you're flirting with 300 grand per month today, where were you about a year ago? Uh, so it's been more than double, um, you know, probably like every year, some, something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. So somewhere around 100 grand or 150 grand in August of 2017, that was kind of the monthly recurring revenue then? Sure. Yeah. Something like that. Other than, yeah. What has driven most of that growth? Is it onboarding new customers or getting current customers to spend more? So it's been mostly onboarding new customers. Um, but uh, the, the real big growth is coming now, though, because the large platforms that we're launching and we've been launching through all these years, we've been in integration phase this last year. So, so we actually are, uh, you know, launching finally, um, you know, big partnerships right now. Mm-hmm. And that will really make a big difference on, on things. And Ricardo, at this price point, kind of the SMB space, churn is always really critical. What is your churn today and how do you manage it? So the churn is not the same for everybody. So we see, uh, for example, very different churn rates between customers that are on the free product for our custom, for our partners. So, for example, if you're like a small business that's not even buying a domain, you're actually using a free website builder. Yeah, ignore, which, the free, ignore free. I only yeah, want to talk so, about people who are paying you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not paying us, paying our customers. Everybody pays us. Our product is, is paid, completely always paid. But, you know, we have actually customers that they're not even paying for their website. They're I see what you're on, saying. They're going on a free website, right? So, so, so what is your churn? Yeah, so, so the churn on that is quite high, um, you know, over 50% for sure. But that's logo churn per year? Yeah. Okay. 
But on the paid side of things, the churn, and again, depends on the platform, depends on the type of customer. For example, in e-commerce, we see way less churn than we see in, in other platforms. Um, but, you know, we're seeing an average churn of, let's say, between 30 uh, to 45 percent. OK, like that. that's again, that's logo churn per year. Sure. OK, so so let, so let me ask you a question. Let's assume the most the best case scenario, which is like three percent logo churn per month, which comes out again to about thirty six percent per year, um, even at the at this volume. Well, 10, well, hold, hold on a second. Maybe 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 I misunderstood your question. That is on a cohort based churn. So like if you start today over a period of like a year. You're like going to lose 30. You're going to lose between 30 and 40 percent. Yes. Yeah. Which means it's about three percent logo churn per month. Sure. Yeah. yeah. When I look at it, on average, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 3% times 12 months gives you sure. 36% over the year. Sure. Yeah. So, so my, my question is constant contact had a big issue with this because they were about at the same price point. They were public and they had, you know, hundreds of thousands, actually millions of paying customers, but the churn was in this range and they could never make up that Delta, which is why they ended up basically flash selling the EIG. Right. So how do you get the churn rate down under, you know, 30, 40, 50% per year? Sure. So that, the answer to that is, is clearly closed loop marketing. Uh, companies that actually know exactly how much money they put in and how much money they put out tend to churn way less. So constant contact had probably a much bigger uh, issue in the sense that many times, you know, you're just sending a, a newsletter. So it's difficult to know all the output of that. What does that mean as far as like how much, how many sales I get out of that? What's the actual revenue coming out of that? In, in the case of e-commerce, for example, and something we're actually working very heavily on right now, you know exactly how much money you put in, how much money you put out, right? So those customers tend to churn very, very little. Yeah. I mean, I, well, in, the, in theory, because of the attribution you just mentioned, your churn should be lower than constant contact, but it's actually about the sure. same. Well, in, in, that's what I'm saying. It depends on what type of market. So like in e-commerce, it's way less than, than 30%. That's an average, like when you look at 30 Okay, I, I thought you just told me that on your free thing, it was 50% logo churn per year. And your best case scenario, your other cohort was between 30 and 40% each year. Well, I was thinking about the SEM side on the kind of like the services side on, on actual the Google shopping product is way less than that. It's I just want to talk product. about your SaaS product. So, so on the SaaS product, it's less than that. Well, we have actually, let's go down say that we have two different products. One is like a Google shopping side of it, which is e-commerce only. And then uh, a Google AdWords side of it, which is you know, more generalistic, just Google AdWords marketing. Mm -hmm. okay. On the Google Shopping product, our churn rate is way less than 30%. Okay. At this point. Let me ask a different question related to how you get these customers in the first place. What is kind of CAC? Are you playing these channel partners any kind of kickback? So I cannot get a lot into that because almost all our business is through partnerships, but we have a revenue share model. Okay. Between everybody. So I won't ask obviously about specific relationships, but in general, if you're spending, you know, 60 bucks to get a customer and they're paying on average 30 bucks a month to you, that's a two month payback period. What payback period are you optimizing for right now? So we actually look at it far more like not as a bounty, as an ongoing revenue share relationship. Um, if that makes sense. So we, it's not like a one time fee. Okay, I got it, got it, got it. So yeah, it's 10 or 20% as long as that customer is active with you every month. That's right. Got it, yeah. I see. Okay, um, very good. What about team size? How many are you? 20. And everyone's in Tampa? Uh, most. We have a couple of remotes. Okay, okay, very good. Um, last round of funding, you said it was about a year ago. Did I hear you right? Uh, actually, we're, we're closing a small round right now. I was about right. to say, so are you raising capital right now? And if so, how much? Yeah, so we're, we're actually on the final stages of closing a Series B, and it's going to be a, a total uh, of about $5 million. Okay, and, so you're uh, raising $5 million. 
yeah, but it's uh, committed all the way now uh, to the last, uh, you know, 500,000. So we're closing that this month. That's great. Well, congratulations. And can I ask generally, I mean, did you get, did you negotiate north of a 10x valuation on ARR or less? Um, yeah. So, yeah. We, uh, so let me think about that. It's a good question. So if you're doing yeah. 300 grand today, yeah, 12, yeah, yeah. right? Sure. That puts yeah, yeah. you at like a, what is that? A $3.6 million run rate. So if you got more than 10 X, your pre-money would be about 36 million. So it's about that. Okay. Oh, that's okay. That's healthy. Now, did you raise mainly in Tampa or did you go to the, the Valley as well? No. So we actually raised primarily with the same group that we've, you know, the same group of investors. Oh, that's wonderful. So, so no new investors. It was all just people. Yeah. Re, re reinvesting. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, like so you. Been, or, you know what that means, Ricardo? They like you. Well, we try, you know, like I, like I said before, I mean, we've seen that this, this is a long-term uh, game. It's been, a, you know, a, a, a scaling game, and it didn't make sense to raise a lot of money until our partnerships went live, which is, you know, what's happening right now. Um, so the group that, you know, we took as investors were all long-term based, and, you know, uh, we all knew what we were getting ourselves into. So, so it's been easy to raise from them consistently. And again, just because we haven't seen a lot of dilution for all of us, because we've been slowly funding the company between all of us to get to this point. Yeah, very so we, 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 yeah, we had a different funding uh, probably approach than most people. Yeah, very good. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, oh, that's a great question. There are so many. Um, I would say probably... Outliers. Outliers. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, no, not really. No? Okay, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Online tool for building my business. I would say on my side, and I don't know if you know, it's a company called Airtable. Yep. Where you can set up like, you know, kind of like easy databases online. I use that all the time for strategic planning. And how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Eight. <laughs> That's good. What's your situation? Married, single, kids? Married, kids. How many? Uh, two kids. Two kids. And how old are you, Ricardo? Uh, me or the... You. Yeah, me, you. Uh, me, me, I'm 47. 47. All right, last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, I would say make sure that you keep the team small as you uh, develop the business. Guys. So don't... Don't scale fast. If you have a good vision, like, you know, keep on plugging at it until it really organically takes off. Guys, there you have it. Stay small, don't overhire, and keep those folks close as you build out that almost like SWAT team approach. He founded the company back in 2010 with his partner, Don. They developed it for three years before then launching uh, full steam. Now they're serving over 10,000 paying customers, but mostly SMBs. They pay about 30 bucks per month each. So they're floating with 300 grand per month right now in revenue. That's up about 100% year over year from August 2017 when they're doing about 150 grand per month in revenue. They've raised 7 million bucks. Churn is, depending on the cohort, you know, it varies. But generally speaking, about 3% logo churn per month. Again, team of 20 people based in Tampa. Again, really helping these SMBs, both on Google Shopping and Google AdWords, in a fully automated way. They've raised 7 million bucks, about to close a $5 million round at around a $36 million valuation. Ricardo, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you.